Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. That's right. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you are with me. It is late on this Tuesday. And Ole Miss just wrapped up uh, their game with Kentucky. A loss in Rupp for the Rebels. So, uh, did a uh, immediate post game live uh, after that game. So, I will bring that to you. Right after I ask you to please follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. Just search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. If you like what you hear, I would appreciate that, and again, glad that you are here. Before we get into the post-game reaction show, I want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. If you're in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, whatever the case may be, if it's technology, if it's in the office and your Mississippi business needs it, check them out at absms.com. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is. And they will find a solution for you on me. That's Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. We've got 16 locations here in Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard, like there's one in my backyard. They uh, make you their priority with their local loan servicing and decision-making. So you don't need to hop on Zoom or talk to somebody out of state to get a loan or get that loan serviced. It's somebody in your backyard that will get to know you, that you get to sit down with face-to-face because Priority One Bank makes you their priority. All right, here it is now. Post-game reaction, Ole Miss loses to Kentucky tonight in Rupp. 75-63 game just went final. Ole Miss loses at Kentucky. And and honestly, it sets up a must-win Saturday for uh, for Ole Miss. That's That's the bigger takeaway to me. Is is not necessarily losing in Rupp. Uh, I mean, Ole Miss has won two games ever as a program inside of that building. Two games ever. It was talked about on the broadcast. We talked about it on the radio show today. Some. It's just not something that happens. Losing at Kentucky is not season defining or anything close to it. But now, uh, because they did happen to lose, if they want to keep their NCAA tournament hopes alive. They have got to beat Missouri on Saturday. That is a must-win game for Ole Miss on Saturday. Have to. Must win. No, there's no other choice. You cannot lose to Missouri at home. If you do, you can go ahead and start talking about the NIT. So uh, a few takeaways from this game. Again, there is no shame whatsoever. None in losing uh, in Rupp. I know this is a Kentucky team that has struggled lately. Uh, you know They lost three home games in a row. But the talent gap was evident uh, tonight as well. And Ole Miss didn't shoot the ball uh, particularly well at all. And so if you're looking for expert analysis, uh, there it is. It's very difficult to win games when you shoot as poorly as Ole Miss did. You know, there's other stuff. There's nuances as well. But they didn't shoot the basketball well. It's a typically pretty good shooting Ole Miss team. 
especially from three-point land. They were not tonight. They were given open looks by Kentucky. They had opportunities to capitalize, and they just couldn't make that shot to spark a run or to make a a little mini run become something more serious. And uh, Kentucky was able to just kind of keep their distance for the duration uh, of the game. So a little box score stuff, and we'll get into it. And this kind of – this really demonstrates – uh, you, you know, their issues tonight, five of 22 from the three-point line. That's 22.7%, by the way. Uh, Brayfield was six of 12 from the field, but missed four of his seven free throws. Little things like that as well. 55% from the free throw line. They missed eight free throws tonight. Brayfield missed five of them. Uh, Jalen Murray uh, was two of 10 from the field, missed all five of his three-point shots. Alan Flanagan was five of 11 from the field, so, so certainly not bad, but missed his one three. Matt Morrell had a nice game. He was three of eight from three, missed one of his two free throws, though, uh, was six of 12 from the field. But that's the thing there. That, that's another issue um, is that there wasn't much from the field absent three-point shooting as well. They were only 37% from the field. So they were 19 of 42 from the field. So from inside of three-point land, I should say. Uh, so just not a good shooting night overall. Uh, Musa Cisse was three of nine from the field. Didn't give them much rebounding. Kind of stayed in foul trouble as well. Um, Brandon Murray was one of five. Missed both of his three-point shots. TJ Caldwell missed his one three. Uh, Jermaine Sharp had to take a three out of desperation at the end of a shot clock. Just um, really, really not good uh, shooting night for Ole Miss. Only eight bench points uh, for, for Ole Miss. And... Um, yeah, it uh, it is what it is, as they say. Really, really rough shooting night, and uh, that led to the loss. Played well enough defensively, I thought, to win the game. Uh, I mean, for some turnovers, Kentucky also just kind of gave the basketball uh, away as well, but Ole Miss did a pretty good job uh, defensively. This is one of the best offensive basketball teams in the country, and again, the talent gap is was clear. Kentucky significantly more talented than Ole Miss tonight, but, uh, I mean, look, held them to 52 and 33% uh, shooting and um, only 75 points. I mean, if you'd have told me going into this game that Kentucky's going to score 75 points, I would have told you that they would have had a really good chance at winning the game. But 31 points off of the bench for Kentucky to Ole Miss's eight. So the depth uh, w- was also something that that really stood out. And then it's kind of a common theme uh, every week at this point, and it's kind of beating a dead horse. It, it's just they are who they are, and there's really no changing. Uh, Ole Miss does not have dynamic playmakers at, at the five. They, they just don't. They, they don't have bigs that they can depend on uh, for for offense. Um, it's it's really a problem that they have to address in recruiting and in the transfer portal after this season. Right now, they kind of are who they are. When they go to the small ball lineup, they really can't defend in that small ball lineup. Again, I know Kentucky got a lot of really good looks at the basket, but it's one of the best offensive teams in America, depending on the stat category. So um, again, I thought they did a decent job there, but you just you see the difference. Ole Miss just does not have a dynamic offensive playmaker on the block. That's what got them against Auburn. That was also part of the problem tonight when the three-point shots weren't falling. They couldn't go to somebody to, to post up and, and get an easy bucket down low. So, again, it's Kentucky. It's on the road. 
It's really not going to hurt them that much. It just makes Saturday a uh, a must-win game. So we'll get to some of your comments for a little while. Uh, I appreciate those of you being here that are actually here. Uh, we, we won't hold this uh, too, too long just because of the nature of, uh, of the time and all that. But uh, I appreciate you guys being here. And let's talk basketball. PTG Brandon says we don't optimize. Good to see you, by the way. I, I, I saw you, you tweet at me that you were worried that, uh, that you weren't going to be able to stay up for this one for, uh, for an internal reason. So I'm, uh, I'm glad you're here, and I hope you don't get into a struggle, man. But um, he said we don't off, uh, optimize offensive possessions, are terrible on the road. You don't hate Beard for this in his first year, but damn. Yeah, and I saw – so Kentucky goes on that, what was it, 25-9 to nine run uh, or something like that uh, to, to close out the first half. And, and I saw I, – I forget who it was, and, and I'm not – in the business to like, quote unquote, call anybody out. I understand that like fan accounts, you know, tweet things and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so it was, it said this should never happen. And I saw some of the reaction The 25 to, it was 25 to six run, not 25 to nine run. Um, Unacceptable and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't mean to be condescending. I'm really not trying to be, but I mean, it's it's Kentucky and Rupp in a building that you haven't won in since your athletic director was on the team. It's basketball. Home teams go on runs every night. I mean, it's a nightly occurrence. It just happened to, to happen to Ole Miss tonight. And and again, I, I, they were getting clean offensive looks. They just weren't making shots. Uh, I mean, Jay Billis pointed out earlier in the game, and, and he was right. Ole Miss was moving the basketball well and getting open looks. They had a lot of open looks tonight. Even during that run, they, they had chances to make shots, and uh, and they just didn't fall. They just they just simply could not make shots tonight. And when you don't make shots, it leads to the opportunity for a team to go on a 25-6 to six run. It, it leads to you only scoring 63 points uh, in a game. I thought – uh, the offense itself was run pretty well when you consider, again, the talent gap and other things. They just missed too many open looks. They just missed too many shots tonight, and that's basketball. I mean, hell, Texas A&M went to Vanderbilt and lost tonight. That was a surging A&M team, but, uh, but I'm with you. They just um, they, they didn't they, – they never – were able to make that shot. They cut it to six, and then they just weren't able to to make that shot. Or when it was still within ten or nine in the second half, and they got an open corner three and just couldn't make it. You know, there was just that one shot to shift momentum that they just could not make tonight. And you know that that is that is Kentucky. Ole Miss does not have the depth in the roster and the talent uh, to, to compete with Kentucky if they're not going to make open shots. It's just, it's, it's just not going to happen. Must win Saturday is really all that needs to be said. Absolutely. Doesn't have to be pretty. Doesn't matter. You're better than Missouri. Ole Miss is better than Missouri. Uh, should still be a very good crowd. If it's not, that would be a real shame because they deserve to have a really good crowd. This is a team that can still make the tournament. They are uh, still very much on the bubble after tonight. This loss is not going to hurt them at all. So it's a night game too, 7.30 at night, so no excuses. Uh, should be a really good crowd, and uh, yeah, just just have to win. If they're going to make the tournament, they have to win this game. I think they're going to. Uh, I, I expect them to. Uh, if the mobile sports gambling was law in Mississippi, which it will be soon, but it's not yet, uh, I would bet on it. 
to, to tell you the truth. I, I think they're going to, but yes, they absolutely have to. A week ago, all the concern was with State, but Ole Miss might be in real trouble. Either the metrics not being good, they're going to have to get some good wins down to the stretch. Yes, and there are opportunities. Uh, of course, they, they have Missouri and South Carolina and Alabama and Texas A&M at home. So right now they're at five wins. If they win their home games, so that's six, seven, eight, nine. So they, they can get to nine if they just protect their home floor. It doesn't always work like that, but if they just protect their home floor and then win one of two at Missouri and at Georgia winnable games, then they're making the NCAA tournament. So the opportunities are there to prevent themselves or to the opportunities are there. They are presenting themselves. Ole Miss just has to capitalize. They're still very much in good shape. But yes, I mean, they can't afford a loss to Missouri. Uh, for example, protect your home floor, steal one, one. All they have to do is steal one on the road and protect their home floor, and they're an NCAA tournament team, I think. I think if they get to 10, they're in. So, um, but they, they, they've got to do it, you know? It's much easier to say that as we sit here right now than um, than them actually doing it, of course. I think they're capable uh, of doing that. Um, this was their most difficult game left. It, it's, it's easy... It, Every game is easier from here. You're not going to rup again, although the, the hump is going to be a really difficult environment coming up next Wednesday night. But but you guys, I mean, you know, you, you saw what Mississippi State did when they went to rup too. So you say Ole Miss wins out besides Alabama and at State, that would make them a tournament team for sure. The offense in the second half, the last three games, has been abysmal. Absolutely, it uh, it has. And, and I don't know what the fix is, man, because I, I think tonight I, I'm going to keep – I'm a broken record. I'm going to keep repeating it. I think the offense itself was good. They just didn't make shots. So I, I don't think like – like the game plan I don't think was poor. I don't think the execution uh, – you know, at, at times it was – they they didn't play perfectly, don't get me wrong, but generally speaking, I thought the the ball movement, the execution, the looks were were good for, for Ole Miss tonight. Um they just didn't go in. And and that that's it. They just they didn't go in. I thought the looks were okay. That being said, you think Ole Miss can still get to 10 wins with some key games at home, but they need more consistent scoring. Yes, they do. Funny with how the two teams play that State's defense and Ole Miss's offense didn't travel to Rupp. No kidding. No kidding. You thought they'd lose all three of Auburn, South Carolina, and Kentucky. They can afford one and two against Bama State and Carolina if they win all the others. Yes, they can. Speaking of teams struggling, A&M may have just lost it on the tournament, by the way. That's how bad that Vanderbilt loss uh, is. I mean, they, they have, with all due respect to the SWAC, they had before tonight. Now they're going to move up a lot, but they had a net um, in in the, in the SWAC level. That's a tournament killer, possibly for uh, for A and M. Brandon, thank you a lot for the uh, for the super chat, my friend. You are you are way too kind, especially this late uh, this late at night. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you, thank you a uh, a metric ton. I, I appreciate you a, a whole lot. You say seems like. Every team we play has a stellar night from the field. Defense just doesn't look terrible, but other teams just make shots against them for some reason. And it came in spurts for Kentucky. That was kind of the thing. It was it was a bit demoralizing uh, right there before the half where Ole Miss would miss a shot. Kentucky would make one. They'd get easy looks at the basket. Um, 
by and large, Kentucky didn't have the best shooting night, as we talked about before, but it, it was like the flurry of them. It's like any time Ole Miss would get it close, Kentucky would boom, 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 you know, shot, 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 or easy look at the basket, or good ball movement, flush, that kind of stuff. It was the, the opportune times that Kentucky was able to, to turn on their offense tonight was uh, was a huge, huge difference. And then uh, especially, um, oh gosh, who was it? Um, Reed Shepard. Uh, he made a couple of threes that that were momentum killers for Ole Miss as well. And um, it just a frustrating night. Just a, a frustrating night for uh, for Ole Miss. Just got out of Rupp. You're 0-7 when attending Ole Miss basketball games over eight years with three different coaches not doing well over here. Well, your first mistake was going into Rupp, but I uh, I hear you. So I've never been. What did you uh, What did you think about it? I've I've never been. I've uh, only heard it's just it's cavernous. It did not sound engaged really at all, with the exception of a few points at uh, on TV. Anyway, didn't sound like it was some kind of raucous, difficult place. Now it's twenty thousand people though, so you know, even 20,000 people subdued can can still be loud, but didn't seem like they were super jacked up to be there initially. They just have to shoot a very high percentage to win against good teams. It's been as simple as that all season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shot the basketball well against Mississippi State. Beat Mississippi State. Does anyone remember the last years under Davis? You'll give Beard a chance. Yeah, I, you know, I, Sometimes some people have a hard time hearing this, but but Ole Miss's players just weren't aren't as good as Kentucky's. There's just only so much that that you can do as a coach, and so I mean, anyway, that that's that's tough for some people to hear that your players just aren't good enough uh, to to win games like that, especially when they don't shoot like that. Now, Ole Miss is better than they played tonight. They they're absolutely a better offensive team than the way they. They, they played tonight, but yeah, th- this is year one for Chris Beard being in the position that they're in. I mean, I feel like we're saying that after every loss at this point, but it's true. I mean, it bears repeating almost being in the position that they're in right now, going into a Saturday home game where if they win, they're back on the right side of the tournament bubble. It, it's remarkable. I, I mean, this season has been nothing but a success so far. Um, some of their limitations uh, from a roster have been exposed, but there's, there's only one way you can get out of that, and that's via portal, and that's via recruiting. And so we'll we'll see uh, how well he's able to do there. I suspect he's going to be able to do pretty well. But Kentucky and, and Auburn especially were able to exploit some of Ole Miss's issues uh, personnel-wise. And um, as a result, they lose games like this. But Auburn and Kentucky are programs that have been coached by their coach for quite some time and, and that have championship aspirations. Ole Miss isn't there right now, and that's okay. They're just finding a way to to be on the tournament bubble is an exceptional – or an example of exceptional coaching by Chris Beard. really is. The rebounding issues will always haunt you when the shots aren't falling. Yes, there's technique involved in that, but at seven foot plus, you should average more than four a game just holding your hands up. Um, th- there's a physicality I- issue there as well, but, but rebounding is not just one guy, you know, the, the rebounding issue extends beyond just sharp and CSA, uh, frankly, you know, some of the best rebounders in the NBA aren't the bigs, 
you, you look around the league and so, some guys are great rebounders. It's because of positioning and, and effort. And I, I think so often Ole Miss gives up offensive boards because they're, they're not in great rebounding position. Let's see. Uh, Kentucky had 12 offensive rebounds tonight, uh, 34 total. So they, they didn't do, I mean, Ole Miss, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Home stats. Kentucky had only five offensive rebounds tonight. Ole Miss had 12 offensive rebounds tonight, but, uh, Ole Miss had 34 to Kentucky's 37. So not really that big of a split tonight. Rebounding wasn't the issue today. Um, it was shot making, but generally, like it, like at South Carolina, the 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 question was effort, and, and I don't necessarily think that effort was the issue tonight either. But yeah, it's the rebounding issue is is not just because the seven footers aren't good at it. Beard is a great coach, but this team is limited in year one. Yeah, they are. They're very limited, but but they're still good. That's the thing. I mean, we're we're sitting here talking about a twelve point loss in Rupp. That's what we're talking about here. You know, it's a twelve point loss at Rupp. It's uh, it. it I, I hate to. I hate that I'm this guy because I'm supposed to. You know, not do this. I guess my my role is not to be. All is well, like everything's fine after a loss. I'm not supposed to do that, right? Uh, but I think it's true. It's it's basketball. It's rough. It's fine. I mean, it's it, th- there's no such thing as moral victories or whatever. There's no such thing as a good loss. I, I, I hear all those cliches, but losing this game for Ole Miss is totally fine. As long as they win on Saturday. In other Ole Miss news, time for a trip to Birmingham to see Matt Corral. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I, I hope that uh, that you know he's got his stuff worked out. I, I hope that he's got the right people around him to. And look, if he's back to playing football, then maybe he does, and and that would be awesome because uh, he's a quality player. I mean, just just a really fun football player and passionate as hell. And um, Maybe this will turn into something because he's certainly talented enough to play in the NFL. Now, I know there's size and stuff like that, but he's talented enough to be on an NFL roster. He can. So hopefully he seizes this opportunity to prove that he belongs at that level because he belongs at that level. And uh, and hopefully um, so the, the, the personal stuff uh, that happened with the Patriots is um, is getting worked on because, you know, we all have things we need to work on sometimes. Hand up. That that especially includes me. So um hope that uh hope that's happening. Sometimes it's just Jimmy's and Joe's. Tonight in part it was Jimmy's and Joe's. Jimmy's and Joe's missed shots. It's not the end of the world by any means, but you don't take any moral victories. You just try to have perspective and realistic expectations. Yeah, exactly. It's not it, what we're talking about tonight is not a moral victory. It's context. It's perspective. It's expectations is exactly what you said. That's that's what it is. It's it's context. Ole Miss is still way ahead of schedule. They uh, they absolutely are. So anyway, uh, I hate I hate to be off a of schedule like this. I, I don't like it at all. But I appreciate you guys being here nonetheless. 
Uh, we'll be back Thursday, regular time, getting ready for the first weekend in baseball and also basketball as uh, as well. So uh, I'll see you guys on Thursday. So thank you for being here. I know it's late. I appreciate you. Like the video, all that good stuff. You guys are uh, are the absolute best. Um, can't thank you enough for being here, but uh, it's time to go to bed. So you guys have a great night. Thank you for being here. We'll see you Thursday, normal time on Thursday. We'll start a little bit early. Actually, we'll start a little bit earlier, so 7.30, uh, probably, wait, let's see. Today's Tuesday, right? Uh, right on the nose. Right on the nose. Uh, we'll start at 7.30. Brandon, just glad baseball season is here. Thanks a lot again, man. Thank you so much. You are uh, you are too kind. You are way, way, way too kind. Also, how good is Vegas, by the way? We'll talk about that tomorrow, thanks to you on the radio show. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, you're the man, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'm glad baseball season is here too. But if uh, if you're an Ole Miss fan, which I assume everybody watching this or listening to this in the podcast are uh, Ole Miss fans, um, your game on Friday will be starting now. Literally right now, will Ole Miss be starting their game on Friday. So I'm going to stay up for it. Brandon, I know you're going to stay up for it. It's the only game of the weekend you can watch, by the way. Make that make sense. Uh, ESPN Plus Friday, no other streaming platform for the other three. It's 2024. What are we doing? But uh, anyway, thanks a lot, Brandon. You are you are, um, you are way too kind. And uh, yeah. You're way too kind. Thank you. You guys have a great night. We'll see you Thursday, 7.30 on the nose. And, um, yeah, we'll see you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.